This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Uh, you know what? I bet my head can fit inside that tailpipe. Killing a rabid cougar with grandma's bare hands. What's the matter with you, Florida? Every cub ever with the letter L. And Rick's brush with Tom Cruise. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Welcome to another episode of Minutia Man. It's our uh, it's our last it's our last Minutia Man in double digits, Dave. Yes, we're going to go 100. What do we have anything planned for 100? No, of course not. No, no, that would require better, planning. <laughs> We were, we we got to do something special, something. We mentioned something epic. this like three months ago, I know, and I know. you know, went wah. And well, you know what? We still. Oh, I think next week uh, I'm not going to be able to. I've got family in town all week, um, <laughs> so 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 I think next week we're not. There's no podcast next week unless you want to hear a lot of people in the background. So um, yelling. This is and, how important our hundredth show is to you. This is how much. No, it to you. well, no. What I'm saying is, this will give us a couple of extra weeks to plan the hundredth show. It's like the Super Bowl. You know how they give the coaches an extra week. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, two weeks sure. from that. Yeah, that's what this is. So we'll have. We'll give us two two weeks to plan for the century mark. What do you think? So everybody, strap in. This is going to be something. This is something special. Yeah. Hey, how was your uh, Father's Day? Well, you know, the kids do what they always did. They made me breakfast in bed, and then <laughs> when I walked did downstairs, they? they threw $20 bills at me like a ticket right. tape parade. And, you know, right. the stairs were just covered with money. And then they brought me out on the front lawn. They put a lawn chair out there, and then the usual thank you, Dad parade came <laughs> yeah. by with the marching bands, the Jesse White tumblers. The- <laughs> You know, the floats with the beauty queens holding signs saying, your boys, thank you for all you do, Rick. Father of the year again. You know, that sort of stuff. And then how was Poetry Corner? And the rest of the day was pretty much just an embarrassing number of thank yous. We appreciate all you do. You know, that sort of thing. You too? Uh, Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, uh, I worked worked on Sunday. I actually taught on Sunday. So we kind of had our Father's Day the day before um but i got a couple of very nice gifts i got a tea box a box that i put all my teas oh that's nice yeah that is very nice and i got a new recliner i'm actually broadcasting from a new recliner wow actually i think i did i think i did last week as well uh, mr fluffy is gone uh wow. the 20 year old recliner which i really loved is gone but i get you know now you know mr plush is pretty nice too so i think mr plush where will, did mr fluffy go like just by our a farm upstate <laughs> yeah, yeah right right uh now mr fluffy went to the dumpster and someone picked it up and uh so sold you know, them for scrap about a year ago i i uh finally was able to part with my couch my leather couch that i've had for like 25 years i just love this couch so much it was so comfortable i i probably slept on that couch as many nights as i slept in the bed just because i slept i've slept nice on that couch cool and ah yeah, was just, yeah. Uh, uh, sure sure um but it was you know it was torn apart there were holes in it and you know yeah. it was embarrassing to have it in in our living room and 
So we finally switched it out and got a new leather couch, which is just a, a shell of the old <laughs> leather couch. Um, and it came time to throw out the the couch. Uh, Blackie. 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 And I couldn't do it. Yeah. And so uh, Blackie now resides in the garage. Well, yeah, it's poker. It's uh, garage poker. Yeah. Blackie. Yeah. So next time when we when we do another garage poker, you come on over and you can uh, you can still enjoy Blackie. Uh, Mr. Fluffy I, is stripped down right now. And I'm sure the metal that was in it is now in some scrapyard. So uh, I did not treat Mr. Fluffy as well as you treated Blackie. Um, how specifically was your father's day from about the hours of nine o'clock in the morning to about 11? How did that work out for you? Well, you want to know the true story of my father's day? Um, yeah. I got so it was also my wife's birthday. Oh yes, and it was also my aunt uh, Hetty's birthday. She was turning eighty, so um, I got up and watched the first half of the Germany game against Mexico. Right. Yeah, and then that was I the had, good half, right? Uh, no, they were losing one to nothing. Oh, and oh, then that was I had to half. leave to go to church with uh, with my aunt and and family, and I missed the second half of the game. And then um, we celebrated all day uh, the birthdays. And then I think around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, my sons gave me a card that all three of them signed. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And uh, and, uh, and I think they – I'm not sure Tommy ever said Happy Father's Day, but I think Sean said it once. Uh-huh. And Johnny texted me from out of town. <laughs> Well, he's out of town at least. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't even see the debacle, the German-Mexico debacle. I saw the first yeah, half. Okay. Uh, what does this What does this mean now? Do they ha- they have to win both their next games? Or yeah, what's... they do. And if they don't, then they're out. Right. Because I just can't get enough of these German Shepherd Chihuahua memes. <laughs> the, did you Did you see that the Mexico actually there was an earthquake? Like a mild yes. earthquake when people yes. were jumping up and down. So there you go. And my favorite, uh, uh, well, my favorite tweet was from this, from the Holland football. And I don't know if this is, you know, a sanctioned tw- uh, Twitter account from Holland football team, but it was, it was in case you missed the, in case you missed the game, here's a quick recap. They somehow had a Chihuahua humping a German shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah, funny. Those bastards. They they didn't even make the World Cup, so bunch of suck it, Holland. <laughs> yeah, but so, um well, I I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for Germany. I thought of you when I heard that Germany had lost. I I thought that we were gonna end at ninety eight podcasts because you would have offed yourself. <laughs> well, what I don't get is why everyone's rooting against Germany. We're such a nice country. Yeah. Such a, people are very nice. Warm. Very warm. Smiley. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In fact, you have little, you have like the little have a nice day on your uniforms, don't you? With the little smiley. That's that's your un- uniform logo. Look at, the, look at how cute the lederhosen are. I mean, how can you not say, oh, that's adorable. Yeah. yeah. Love Ricola. Yeah. Right? I love the Alpine horns. Well, good luck. When's the next game? This week? What's what is it? Every week? Or I what, think it's what Saturday. And who are they playing? Sweden. If uh, they lose on, if they honestly, if they lose on Saturday, they're out. They've got oh, a game right. They've right. got to beat Sweden. Is Sweden any good? Sweden uh, won their first game against who? 
against who was the other team in the, South Korea South or something? Korea, that's right. Yeah. Right. So South Korea is no good. Yeah, there's no way Germany loses to South Korea, but that's Sweden good. knocked out Italy, and Italy is a former uh, champion. So, you know, I'm worried. So, I'm worried. So is, so is this what goes on on your free kicks podcast? You just talk soccer like this? Yeah. Yeah. Free kicks yeah. with uh, Adam and Rick. Yeah. On the Radio Misfits podcast <laughs> next. That's right. Uh, hey, let's uh, light this candle. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I think I have some audio. Here we go. This week's Minutia with Rick and Dave. What do you got, Rick? Dave? This Rick, this comes out of Tennessee. Headline. Teen goes viral for getting her head stuck in a truck's exhaust pipe. Did you see this? <laughs> I did see this. <laughs> Didn't we just do a story about a college kid who got his got stuck in a like a uh, baby swing? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, evidently this is a trend. Nineteen-year-old Caitlin Strom was at the Winstock Country Music Festival in Tennessee mm-hmm. and decided to sell it. And she decided to celebrate it by sticking her head in a giant truck's giant exhaust pipe. Of course. If, Rick, if I had a nickel for every time I did that, we're all just we were all just having fun. And I saw this big exhaust pipe and I said, hey, my head could probably fit in that. She told the Hutchinson leader. So I tried it. It fit fine. It just was getting out was the problem. The fireman had to be called and use a saw to cut off the pipe and get her out. And the video of the fireman getting ready to do this deed has gone mega viral. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. It's (laughs) mega viral. Right, uh, transporting Caitlin Strom into internet fame. Uh, thankfully, Caitlin is fine. So every and everybody else is. Um, she must be exhausted. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> um, you know, I did a little research. I found some other place or some place, strange places that people have gotten stuck in. You want to hear a couple of them? Sure. Uh, but before before we get to that, you know, yeah. it's you got to cut her some slack. I mean, it's like when you walk by a, a, on a hot day, you walk by one of the water fountains in the parks in Chicago that mm. has the water coming out of it. It just looks so refreshing. How can you not, you know, have just a jump drink? in? Yeah, right. it, it's just the same in. thing with the giant exhaust pipe. Yeah, at a Tennessee country music festival. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to besmirch country music festivals, but does this happen often? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it does. All right. <laughs> you know? So anyway. Tell me where else um, people have gotten their heads. All right, how do you, uh, how do you uh, pronounce this? Is in Germany. It's T U with the umlau B I N G E N. Is that Tubinger? Tubinger. 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 I will. Tubinger. 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 Yes. Tourists and residents of Tubinger, Germany, are quite familiar with Schocken Pie which is a giant stone sculpture of a vagina created by per, by Peru, Peruvian artist Fernando de la Jara. Do you know this place? I You're German. No, no, I've, okay. I've never heard of it. Uh, the towering display sits just outside the Tübinger University Institute of Microbiology and has attracted thousands of onlookers since 2001. In 2014, an American student, student Peter Gozinha, decided to go... <laughs> I don't uh, think that's really his name. An unnamed American decided to go spelunking in the 32-ton uh, uh, carving for a photo op, and he became trapped in yeah. a giant vagina. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey thumb, just get me inside the vagina. Yeah, woo! Uh, um, as, I was re- re- as I was researching it also, I decided, 
hey, I'm going to Google Peter Gozinia and see if anybody is named Peter Gozinia. Uh, there is a biology teacher at Glen Oak High School located in Canton, Ohio, <laughs> whose name is Peter Gozinia. Can you imagine being a high school biology teacher with a name of Peter Gozinia? I, I just like I just like the insight into your mind that you're getting. <laughs> and, uh, the way you track uh, just just watching a Dave Stern progress from idea to idea, and right, seeing right. where it takes you. And in this in this case, it's taking you to Ohio. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and a man named Peter Gozinia, who is a biology teacher. Hey, what do you who do you got for biology? I got Peter Gozinia. <laughs> <laughs> I got Harry Dick. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, I, knew a, I knew a kid named Harry Harold Dick. Yeah, yeah, in high school. And his, Good kid. And his his. Uh, I'm almost afraid this. I should probably shouldn't say this, but yeah, what are the odds they're going to hear this, right? right. Um, but None. his his sister Doreen was. I thought, ooh, she was. She was she, the cat's meow, <laughs> as we like to say back in the twenties. And her name was her name was Doreen, Doreen Dick. Yeah, Doreen. Okay, even if she's not hot, <laughs> she's hot with the name, right? She was my biology partner freshman year in high school, and I just oof. Yeah, I had my first, yeah. first slow dance ever with her. Really? Yep. Was Harry was Harry Dick watching you? Was her brother Harry Dick watching? No, he was a younger brother. He was not around. I, I think he was. I don't know, but uh, well, it's well, a you know, in our blur. you know, our hundredth episode. We could do worse than having a hairy dick on the air to, yeah, as I'd a guest. Really, rather not. I, I wouldn't even want to run into him in a party because I, I, other than the the obvious discussion of his name, I don't really have anything else to talk to him yeah. about. Who do you really have anything to say to anybody? That's why I don't go to parties anymore. Although we were <laughs> right. going to one this weekend, but that well, I'll tell that story in just. All right, all right. What do you got? I've got a story. That reminded me of us. Yeah. All right, this is uh, this is exactly how you and I would have handled this situation. This takes place in Athens, Georgia. Mm -hmm. A rabid bobcat attacked a Hart <laughs> County grandmother in her yard, spurring a furious battle that ended with the cat's strangulation death. This is exactly how you and I would have done it. She oh, said, absolutely. I thought, not today. There's no way I was going to die, Dee Dee Phillips said Thursday as she recalled the attack uh, on her home. Uh, Phillips has begun a round of rabies shots at the Northeast Georgia Medical Center. She also has a broken finger, numerous bite and claw wounds to her hands, arms, chest, legs. I'm very lucky, she said. The unprovoked attack occurred at 6 p.m. She had been working on her truck like we do that afternoon. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And she had a bumper sticker on there that said, women who behave rarely make history. And oh. she wanted to take a photograph with the sticker and send it to her husband. She walked out of the house with her cell phone. She heard the dog barking. She thought, that's kind of weird. And then she came up and saw there was a bobcat right there by her truck. So she did what you and I would have done. She took a picture of it. Of all of, and confronted it. Yeah. You get out of my yard, Bobcat. Then the cat took two steps and was on top of me. It came from my face. Now, Phillips grew up in the country, like we did, where her father-in-law was once a trapper of Bobcats, like our like ours were. <laughs> and as a result, she knew something about the animal's behavior. They go for your jugular. 
because they can if they can get that vein, you're dead in a couple of months. Yeah, right. Said so. Uh, the bobcat went for her upper body, but she was ready for that. So she caught cut it on her face, and before it could do any damage, she took it straight to the ground and started inching her hands up its throat. <laughs> and she knew the only way to get out of it was to kill the bobcat with her bare hands. Squeeze the life right out of her, and that's what she did. Oh, and she, All those- and she didn't shout for help because her five-year-old granddaughter was in the house, and she was scared that if she screamed for help, the granddaughter would come out, and she didn't want the granddaughter to right yeah, so. to get eaten by the bobcat. Yeah. How old was how old was the grandma? Does it say? As she's forty-six, <laughs> <laughs> with a five-year-old granddaughter. Yeah. Uh, well. I ne- what's her name? Deidre. What is her name? Doreen Dick. Wait, what? What uh, is her name again? No, it's. Uh, let's see here. What did I just said it a second ago. Phillips. Uh, Whatever. Um, Dee Dee Phillips. Dee Dee Phillips. She would be a great guest on a hundredth show. We seriously, we got to start to get some of these. That's your job. Trying to get some of these people on the air in a couple weeks for number hundred. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a winner. Oh, we do. Okay, great. Carrie Stevens from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, and she would like to, she emailed me uh, that she would like me to wish her mum, I think she may be from Britain because she said mum, M-U-M, uh, a happy birthday. So happy birthday, you know, what she didn't even tell me her mom's name. So Carrie Stevens, mom, happy birthday from Rick and Dave. Well, I bet you uh, she was very excited that Harry Kane scored two goals yesterday. Oh, for the Brits? Yeah. For England? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she won Lee Kingsmill's Safe Inside, uh, Chug a Chug by Scott Redman, uh, and a Crying Cub t-shirt. And all you have to do to win our retweet and follow contest is retweet and follow us on our Twitter feed. And one winner every week will be randomly drawn for a prize pack worth up to $25. So that's, there you go. That's very nice of us to do this. Uh, we're running out of uh, we're running out of everything except for the crying cup T-shirts. I think uh, the the World Series a couple years ago <laughs> really hurt our business model, my friend. We got lots of crying cup T-shirts. It seemed like such an obvious win-win because there was no way it was ever going to end. But apparently, yeah, it. Uh, our, we're, so we're having a two-year clearance sale of all. Cub, yeah. crying cub merchandise and by uh, sale we mean we're giving it out as prizes <laughs> by retweeting and yeah. following and please subscribe to our podcast you can do that on stitcher google play uh iheart radio uh you can go to the radio misfits podcast or radio misfits.com download them there uh potable what else we're we're all over the place we're like uh retailers near you so please subscribe and review we have i think a hundred and 80 reviews. That's so please. That's very nice. Please review. Hey, uh, can you do something for me? I think so. Can you fire up the What's Wrong with Florida jingle? Oh, yes, I can. I always have it nearby. What's wrong with you, Florida? Florida man asks cops to make sure that his meth is up to speed. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Investigators at the Putnam County Sheriff's Office in Florida don't meth around, Rick. Oh, uh, very good. Uh, uh, Douglas Peter Kelly found that 
found that out of hand uh, the hard way on Tuesday when he purchased some crystal meth from his dealer and he thought it wasn't exactly up to speed. Fearing a ripoff, the 49-year-old contacted the sheriff's office saying that he wanted the drugs tested because he had a bad reaction. (laughs) Investigators said Kelly wanted to press charges against the person who sold him the illegal drug a week earlier. So the drug unit detectives invited him to come on in and have the contraband tested. Sure, Mr. Yeah. Kelly, come on in. Yeah. We've got a lab right here. We'll get that. We'll get those, that narrowed well. <laughs> Kelly then drove to the sheriff's office and it probably said to the receptions, hey, I'm here to get my meth tested. <laughs> oh, my God. What a dumbass. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he, oh. he, he had the crystal-like substance. Wrapped in aluminum foil. Just say no, it, kids. Just say no. And he gave and he gave and he gave it to the the lab technician and it tested positive for methamphetamine. And the rest is history. Mr. Kelly was booked and his mugshot is viral on the internet right now. And his and, and if you look at his mugshot. Uh, it looks like he's thinking, How could I be so stupid? <laughs> is this a, is this a youngster? Uh, no, he's like uh, 49-year-old. Oh, my God. <laughs> 49-year-old. Peter, uh, Douglas Peter Kelly, who will also be a guest on our 100th episode, possibly. Okay. Um, so there you go. Uh, kids. A lot of promises there. Yeah. All Talk right. to Walter White before you go to uh, right. to the cops. Okay, here's so, our, our, our next feature. Time now for a collection of Cub Geekness. This is Just One Bad Century with Rick and Dave. This is the uh, part of the show where we uh, feature something from our website that that is the cause of our glut of T-shirts. It's called JustOneBadCentury.com. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. You know, this month, or this, actually, yeah, this month and next month, I'm featuring every day of the week, I'm featuring a new letter uh, specializing in all the different cubs that started with that letter. So it's called mm-hmm. Every Cub Ever. And today, I believe the letter L is on Just One Bad Century. So you can go to the letter L, Dave. You can pick mm-hmm. any number between 1 and 96. Because, again, I've written about every cub ever. And I will uh, read this story of that uh, that cub. Okay, number Wait, one to what? One to, one to what? 96. Uh, you know what? Let's go low. Three. Number three. That would be Pete Lecoq. Pete, well, I'm sorry. What's his name? Pete Lecoq. That's Harry Dick's second cousin. Correct. <laughs> now, you remember Pete Lecoq, don't you? Of course. Of course. 70s. He, he played, played with uh, a Peter, Peter Marshall's. Oh, son, wait, right? You want me to read this or not? Okay. All right. Go. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. Go on. Uh, all right, so, you know, Pete Lecoq, he was the first baseman for the Cubs. He, you know, as Dave mentioned, he was the son of the Hollywood Squares uh, host, Peter Marshall. And I think the most interesting story from the Pete Lecoq uh, uh, time in Chicago is he was kind of, a, he was you know, like a, a cut-up in the in the locker room. And he thought it would be funny to go to the Wrigley Building and see if P.K. Wrigley really existed or not. Because mm. the owner had never showed up at a single Cubs game <laughs> in his years with the Cubs. So he went, knocked on the door, 
Got to see Mr. P.K. Wrigley, and sure enough, uh, he did exist. And Mr. Wrigley said, you know what? You're traded. <laughs> and traded him <laughs> to the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, We don't like your sticky kind over here. Yeah, yeah. there's no fun and games. Get out of my office. Uh, oh, there you go. So that's uh, the Pete LeCock story. He ended uh, up playing three years uh, with the Kansas City Royals, was in uh, the American League Championship Series three times. So I think it worked out fine for him. Uh, did you um, Did you hear the Dane brush with greatness with Pete LeCock? This was, I think, actually, you may have even been there, too. A couple of years ago, Hot Dogs, who actually, Doug used to have a podcast on the network. He has a hot dog stand at Wrigley Field. Right. Or did. I don't know. Yeah. Right. And they had the Pete LeCock dog. They named, you know, they named their hot dogs after famous Chicagoans. Right. And Pete, Pete LeCock had his own dog. And and Dane did a story, I think, on Pete LeCock, who was in the center field eating a Pete LeCock <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> I'll have the so, meat. Yeah, right. I, you know what? I think that's actually what they said. And the and the uh, you know the clerk behind goes, "What do you mean the the me? I'm Pete Lecoq. No, you're not." Like, and she was probably like 19. Like, how are you going to know who Pete Lecoq is? I wouldn't know who Pete Lecoq is. Uh, so there you go. All right. Well, that's a good one. Um, no. So uh, we do have time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show now where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar. And the Costco jar at Dave's house has names of all the celebrities that I met during my 20-year radio career. And he just pulls a name out at random, and I am forced to tell the story of meeting that person. And some days, some stories are better than others. Some celebrities are bigger than others. We've had some that I've had to explain who they were. Oh, I think I think everybody's going to know who this guy is. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Pretty big star, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Pretty. This could be the biggest. Well, you had Tom Hanks in there, too, right? Yeah. Right. So uh, Tom Cruise was at... Uh, I met him at a press conference. He was in town with uh, his girlfriend at the time, Penelope Cruz. Mm-hmm. And I forget what movie they were promoting, but uh, you know he you know took questions from the audience and whatever. It and it was you know uh, nothing nothing exciting. But then after the interview was over, he hopped down off of the stage and just came and just started chatting with people. And and was super friendly, like one of the friendliest guys ever. And he came over to where I was, and he um, grabbed my head uh, with a hand on each what? side, and and just started making out with me. And it was <laughs> sweet, sweet love. I swear to God. I mean, the, wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And you know, the next, the next thing I remember, I was in the Scientology. <laughs> And we had moved out to L.A. Um, right. And I think I can't remember much after that, but it was it was a pretty it was a pretty memorable uh, afternoon. You know, Sean looks a lot like Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I I had like a thirty second conversation with him. I don't remember anything other than he seemed to be very friendly. And he's like four foot two, and he, he I mean, is he's very short. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well. 
That's it. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. yeah, I'd stay away. Next time you see Tom Cruise, you probably would not be good. It would not be good to say, uh, "Hey, so tell me about the Scientology stuff." <laughs> yeah, you probably don't want to go yeah. that way. Hey, are you the guy who said that we made out on your podcast? Because we didn't yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Tom Cruise has done very well with the ladies. I feel a little sorry for him because he is the same age as us, and he's clearly not aging very well. <laughs> I, know, I know. He's got more hair than he did when he was in Risky Biz, when he was in high school here up north. Yeah. At, uh, yeah. I mean, he Glenn- could go into high school right now and, and be uh, convincing as a high school student. Uh, well, did you know, Ed, when he, when, who was pregnant? Was it, who did he knock up? Was it, what was the last, who was the last woman that he knocked up? Uh, Holmes, Nicole. Yes, I think so. I I don't know which one it was, but he bought, he, he was, uh, he was sick of going to the doctor's office every four weeks for an ultrasound. So he bought an ultrasound machine. Do you remember that? No, he he bought an ultrasound machine and just did the ultrasounds himself. I'm I'm pretty sure that's a true story. I read it on the internet, so I'm sure it's gotta be true. That's gotta be true. Well, you know, if you, uh, would like to meet Rick and Dave, um, Mm-hmm. We'll be at a party this weekend. Do you remember this? Do you have this on your calendar? Friday night at seven, correct? Friday Is night, what six it? to nine p.m. Oh, six. Okay. That will be at the Blackstone Hotel at six thirty-six South Michigan Avenue. It's a uh, Chicago Writers Association uh, party. I'm a uh, a board member, but also our we have released a book mm-hmm. by the Chicago Writers Association. And that will be for sale there, and it's a beautiful book. Mm-hmm. It really is. Dave it's... had uh, a lot to do with it, putting it together, and uh, so you can be there and have people come up to you and tell you all all uh, evening what a wonderful job you did. Uh, like and that. there's food here too, isn't? Is it like? Yeah, there's, it's not free. It's, it's not free. But... Wine to be, it's it's free to uh, Chicago Writers Association members. You do have to reserve a spot, and costs. To non-members is only ten bucks, but uh, yeah, ten bucks. Come on, ah. yeah. And the uh, the yeah, Blackstone Hotel. You know, we should take the train there. We should not drive there because okay. of because of parking. Oh, is it really bad in that area? I think so. It's downtown. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Are we going together? Yeah, you're you're taking we're double dating. You're taking Tom Cruise and I'm taking Harry Dick. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay, sure. <laughs> hey, if you'd like to find out more about Rick and Dave, you can check us out at Eckhartspress.com. Uh, also Chicago Author Solutions.com. Uh you can uh email us at uh Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Dave is the uh, Twitter Meister, and it's at Minutiamen. Um, we'd like to thank our executive producer, Tony Lasano. We have been distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we'll be back again in two weeks mm-hmm. with our 100th with episode of Minutia Men. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? All right, people want to know why to listen to the uh, Minutia Men broadcast. Dave, what would you say? 
Um, everybody has at least a half hour a week that they don't do anything of value, right? Yeah, we mm-hmm. could fill, we could fill that time for them. <laughs> okay, that's good. right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, you know, you you don't have to worry about God. What am I going to do for this half hour that has no value to humanity? It's like you came to the right place, right here. You know what else you can what else you can do it, once you listen to uh, minutia men. You will never be at a cocktail party anymore where you have to talk about the weather because it's the yeah. only thing you can think of because you'll have minutia to fill that slot and everyone loves minutia. Yeah. You get stuck in an elevator with, let's say, Stevie Wonder, like I did once that we mentioned on the podcast. Yeah. You, you, you've got, you've got that three minutes to fill, four minutes to fill. Also, if you ever need to know about any Nazis that are on the loose anywhere in the world. Yeah, or right. or any past stories of Nazis of any kind. Trust me right when I say right. that Dave has never missed a story about Nazis and will not miss it. It'll be on the on the podcast. So I'm a Nazi news savant. <laughs> you are. <I> <laughs> you are. Uh, Got like and- Nazi radar. When you listen to Minutia Men, you're laughing uh, at us. Right. 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 You know how sometimes brides will elicit their larger friends as bridesmaids so they look better right (laughs) we're like this for you guys so you go wow i'm smarter than those guys i'm funnier than those guys i'm feeling better about myself thank you minutia men that was 32 minutes of of self-actualization that we could provide maslow's hierarchy of needs right here that's right it's like a it's like free basing (laughs) self-esteem right exactly with it that's funny that is funny this is minutia men with rick and dave i was at the temple on monday i was walking into the temple and i held the door open for a pretty attractive older woman i'd say she was like in her early 70s maybe and she goes well thank you are you here for the seniors event oh ouch oh let the record show she was kind of hot in a 70 year old kind of way so i'm like are you listening to what you're saying right now (laughs) minutia men with rick and dave the tony Lasano podcast and Opi production on the Radio Misfits podcast network. What would that be? A GMIF? Uh, oh, a my, grandma? oh my Oh um, my god. Stop. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com.